0: Hey guys, how you doing? This is JP Sari Kolia coming to you once again with another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Uh, welcome to another session. Uh, thank you for taking the time to listen to my ramblings. If you do that, uh, if you are doing this through iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, welcome. If you're doing this through YouTube, uh, welcome too uh so let's get into it uh and, but before we start talking about the subject of the day i want to thank my uh, financial supporters on uh, uh in this case um through patreon and all, gofundme uh, thank you very much for those that uh, you know are supporting this channel i want to give you thanks uh, you are the reason i'm still in the air uh, if you uh if you are willing to um uh, to to participate financially you can do so all the links are down below and, and thank you thank you very much for those that that you know take the time to go through it and uh and support me uh with every single dollar so thank you very much so um uh, today i want to talk about uh something that is very important of course yesterday we got the trailer uh of the final trailer so i think it's the final trailer that's what they said uh of the avengers end game and of course very exciting times uh everybody's excited for it i am excited for it i'm really looking forward to this uh, I, I wouldn't say that this trailer was as exciting as uh, Avengers Infinity War. The trailer, particularly the second trailer. Both the trailers were awesome. Uh, but the last trailer was definitely uh, one that I was just looking forward to watch that movie. And I watched the movie and I can say that there were some disappointments for me uh, of the movie, even though the movie was great. Uh, there were a couple of things that were not finalized yet. But of course you know it was it's a, a two- part movie. So now we're going to watch the final stretch, which is the final part. And uh, there's a lot uh, hanging in, uh, in, the, in the balance right there. So we don't know exactly what's going to happen. The trailer didn't give much per se, but definitely excites us for the next iteration of the MCU. Definitely, I'm, I'm very excited for it. But definitely, yeah, of course, as any trailer, as any movie in the MCU or any superhero movie, uh, brings controversy. We live in the time of controversy. So I want to just uh, weigh into it. Uh, I want to talk about it because, of course, that's what I do. And uh, the, you know, thank you for taking time to listen into my ramblings about it. Uh, but I want to talk about it, so I want to point some things out that I, I think are important to to mention because I, I, I did uh, uh, I went online. Of course, a lot of people are talking about it, and uh, not necessarily uh, based on only on this movie. There's a lot of things people are talking about online. That definitely are important for us to point out. Um, so I want to talk about it because one of the biggest problems that we have today is the expectation. I think the biggest problem, and I had a uh, before I talk about expectation versus reality, I took in another podcast. Sometimes the reality uh, is totally different from you know our expectation, and, and vice versa. Uh, we expect too much, and what we get is not necessarily what we wanted to but um, it's what it was given to us. And so that we have to accept it because that's how life is. You know, sometimes things don't work the way we want them to work and it, they don't have to, because sometimes we have this false image of things that needs to be broken. Uh, at least, uh, we have to learn, you know, the, the, the thing is this as human beings, we don't like, uh, to be put in situations that we're not comfortable with. Uh, that's just the way we are. Uh, Personally, I have my ways. Uh, I like to eat certain things. There are things that I don't like to eat. There's things that I like to do, uh, the way I dress, my haircut. As as you can see, I like the sideburns. of whoever is watching um, the, this channel on YouTube, I've been having sideburns since I was a teenager. And to be a so old-fashioned, and people think think of it cool, but some people think that's too old because that's not a normal haircut nowadays. But I've been doing it for years, and I think my barber already knows that, and he does it, you know, the way I want it. So it's just the way it is. Uh, And maybe that's my comfort zone. Uh, And uh, wearing T-shirts, I like superhero T-shirts, all kind of T-shirts. I like to wear cargo pants, uh, you know, uh, cargo shorts. And a lot of people nowadays supposedly, they're out of fashion. That's what my daughter tells me all the time. But I love that. It's my comfort zone. This is what I feel comfortable doing. And I feel we all have those things. You know, what we like to eat. Uh, We go to the same restaurants and we order the same food all the time because that's what we like from that place and we stick with what we like. Nothing wrong with that. I think that's just part of life and the freedom that we live in. In our society we live in, particularly here in the U.S., uh, where we claim that there is freedom of speech and also freedom of you know to be who you are, and I think that should be respected. You know, uh, many countries, many parts of the world don't have that vision. They don't share the same point of views. Uh, And definitely, it is it's a blessing to live in a country where we have the ability to be who we want to be and to express ourselves and to do what we want to do, and we have the freedom to experiment with our lives, and that's good that's all good. Uh, however, sometimes uh, we, uh, we also use that as a crutch in our lives, not to really see things with a newer view and to enjoy life for what it is. You know, we, we, we pretty much hold ourselves to those crutches and uh, they limit our ability to enjoy life, and to see new things and to you know to learn new things because life is always a continuous, it's a continuous learning experience. You know, we are constantly learning something, and there's always something there for us that we can grasp and we can learn and we can grow. Uh, you know, and uh, be better people, better person. And I feel that that's important, and that goes not only for learning. For work, you know, for living, for marriage, you know, for uh, you know, parenting, for business, it also applies to entertainment. It applies to the way we entertain ourselves, how we mature. There are a couple of things that I did ten years ago, things that I did to entertain myself that I don't do anymore. That they don't maybe please me anymore. I don't feel as compelled as I was ten years ago, or twenty years ago, or thirty years ago. You know, things like that have changed. You know, I've changed, I've adapted to certain things. There are things that I like now more than I did before. There are things that I didn't know how to do before. Now I know how to do, and I prefer to do those things. Like, for example, I mentioned before, uh, before I I was never a fan of uh, digital comics, but now I am because it's more convenient for me and I feel more comfortable with it than I ever did. And I don't think I ever want to go back into just reading, uh, you know, trade paperbacks, but that's just my uh opinion of course some people might disagree with it they have not adapted to it and uh, they don't feel comfortable adapting to it they don't want to adapt to it and you know it is the freedom that you have to choose whatever you want to do now uh bringing this subject here because i feel that the problem and of course this is a big introduction to the team of to the subject of the day which is uh you know adaptation uh versus you know uh you know direct Um, uh, translation uh, within movies. I feel that sometimes we, we want the movies to really represent what we read in comics 100%. And you know what, for many years I was the same way. Uh, For many years, even within, and I'm gonna use the MCU because of course, yesterday we had the trailer uh, of the Avengers, uh, uh, in this case, Endgame, and a lot of people already uh, dissatisfied with the trailer or they saying, well, we don't want this. People didn't like the the previous Infinity War uh, because they said, well, it's not like the Infinite Gauntlet, Uh, the comic book, the 1991 comic book uh, by Jim Starlin, George Perez, and Rom Lin, uh, which is a classic that I should review at some point. But The Infinite Gauntlet is, is a marvelous book, you know, and not only that, the, the, whatever came before it, you know, the that took us to that book was amazing, too. I, I love the book. I think it's uh, also overpraised, but I think it's a great book. And I think that Marvel has done a fantastic job in adapting this storyline into the MCU into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. However, it's not like it is 100% accurate. It's missing some parts. And you know, they, as they go along, they have worked through all of it, and they have built this momentum, they has built this entire universe around it. And, and that's something that's a totally different universe from the comics. I can use an example for example with Captain Marvel. Uh, a lot of people, uh, you go online on Facebook, uh, particularly some of the old groups where you know people that they love comics from the sixties and the eighties. Uh, between that time, between you know the Bronze Age of comics, there a lot of people are so disgruntled because this this Captain Marvel, the movie that we just had an our review, you can watch my review. Um, they are so unhappy with it because they say, well, that's not the real Captain Marvel. or oh, the re- real uh, Marvel. Captain Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, and uh, to me, it's like you know you're just comparing apples with oranges. They're totally different characters. Yeah, we know the history of the original Captain Marvel, Marvel. Uh, it was created by Stan Lee and Gene Colan uh, back in 1967. It was introduced in Marvel Superheroes number 12. And of course, um, uh, the, most people know that for Roy Thomas and Gene Colan, they're the ones that uh, pretty much uh, revamped the whole series, and they created their own series. They revamped the whole comic book because it was not selling, so they created that one. And but most people know this for Jim Starling in the '70s. Uh, he was definitely the one that kind of kind of shaped uh, Captain Marvel. Uh, Marvel, uh, but Captain Marvel was never a great seller. Um, it was uh, pretty much one of those uh, just in just. The really hardcore fans really loved it, but there was no there was a, as a big or as uh, I would say as as mainstream. Of course, if we're talking about comics in that time. The comics were not mainstream. Only kids loved comics back then, and some maybe some adults. But for the most part, you know, it was something that it was relegated for children. But there were great stories. I'm saying that was a great story. Those are great stories. If I always recommend, you should read the original Captain Marvel stories. Uh, but, of course, then Mrs. Marvel came in 1977. She was created as a counterpart, Carol Danvers, um, as an equal to Captain Marvel, but she wasn't given the name Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel was still alive. You know, he he was killed a couple years later, uh, and then of course she 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 had her own book. A lot of people back in the day say, "Well, this is just a feminist propaganda." Uh, of course, she 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 also failed. You know, she was always struggling with sales. Then she went, of course, to work for uh, uh you know for the Avengers. She was in the Avengers. She was binary She was Warbird, um, and she didn't became the Captain Marvel until 2012 that's when she became the Captain Marvel and of course that's what we know now and she's become she has been very popular ever since you know she's been what uh, 2019 so it's been uh, pretty much five years um, give or take no I'm sorry (laughs) I'm sorry you lost seven years seven years since she's been uh, the Captain Marvel and we have to keep in mind that the cinematic universe Marvel Cinematic Universe is been using the modern uh, versions of these characters uh, in order to promote their universe. They have used what is known in comics now, modern comics, more than anything that was prior to it. Yeah, they still play homage to some of that. Some of the characters like Captain Mar, uh, Captain America, uh, they use the classic, uh, you know, the most well-known introductions of the character. But for the most part, some of the other stories are based on modern times and ultimate versions. And uh, we have to accept that. For example, Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy came out, uh, a lot of people were not really happy with it because they didn't understand you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. First of all, there were a lot of people that didn't know Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, and the people that knew Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, or the ones that wanted to watch Guardians of the Galaxy, they were thinking about the, the, the original back in the pretty much 60s, 70s, the, the Stanley Arnold Drake and Roy Thomas version, which was the original Guardians of the Galaxy. And some people even were thinking about Jane Valentino's in the 90s uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. But they base this on the uh, newer and the 2008 uh, Dan Abnett and Andy Lanning version, which, by the way, is one of the I would say one of the best comics of recent years for Marvel. Uh, I really love that version. Uh, they introduce Guardians of the Galaxy and the and conquest I think uh, annihilation, and then of course they, they they have their own book. And of course now after the movie became very popular, so Marvel has always used uh, the version more recent versions of the one that are more well known uh, to really do that even captain america captain america uh, first avenger uh well not first avenger i'm sorry uh the winter soldier is based on a more recent uh ed brubaker's version so you can see that they always use all these new versions uh in order to build their movies of course because the primary target you have to remember this their target is not the old crowd you know even though it's part of it but the primary target is the younger generation the ones are still reading comics the young kids the, the teenagers, the young adults, because those are the ones that they're looking at towards the future. They're the ones that are going to hold these franchises for the years to come. Like, old ducks like me, yeah, we might be here for another 20, 20, 30 years, perhaps, 20, I hope, you know, you know and uh, that's it. You know, how much money can Disney take out of me? You know, they're already taking a lot of money. But other, you know, the younger generations—they're looking at somebody that is just 15 years old. You're looking at a pretty much 60 years of life. You know, they still have in, on this earth, and um, yeah, they're gonna take a lot of money out of those kids. So I'm sorry for them, but that's how it is. You know, I'm the one that have t- paid the price all these years since I was a kid now is your turn so as you can see the the you know they, they think in the in the matters of business of course and uh, the way that you can keep these franchises moving forward for the years to come so marvel has always done that and you have to you have to always remember this uh these movies are adaptations it means that they use the original text and they take inspiration from it and they apply it in a new setting uh in these movies uh, of course, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know, for whatever they want to build, but they are not unique. They're not biopic memories. They're not documentaries. They're not, uh, you know, direct translations of the text. Um, you know, they use some of that, and they threw you some Easter eggs and some uh, things. You know, for you to, for those that are more familiar with it, they use it. You know, uh, as a sense of memorabilia, uh, nostalgia. But that doesn't mean that they are. Uh, tied to it and they're you know they should do it and they they need to do it and I feel I think that a lot of people, a lot of comic book fans, and a lot of you know movie fans, are failing to see that. And that doesn't only apply to Marvel; it also applies to DC movies. Um, you know, these movies are adaptations. They're based on these characters, but they take freedom, you know, writers' freedom to do whatever they need to do in order to accommodate their own universe. So they're separate universes. You have to distance one with the other kind of like you know the DC has always had this multiverse with so many different versions of characters the same happens here. Now, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is totally different. Now, Marvel has always been... Tarn- a difference with between Marvel and DC is that Marvel has always kept their comics as close as possible to the main universe, but they have deviated sometimes, like the Ultimate versions. Uh, they have deviated, and of course, you have to see it from that same perspective that the Cinematic Universe is a deviation from that, uh, the same way as the DC Multiverse has always been, and there's different versions of Superman and different versions of Batman, although they have kind of uh, lowered that and they have reduced some of that because, of course, they're not selling as much as they used to do years years past but but, you know as you know everything is adapting to this new world and now comics are not as sellable as anymore so companies are looking for other uh areas where actually they are really making it are selling it which is movies and video games which is the new entertainment which is what people want you know tv series and uh this is something that of course uh the 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 franchises uh the publishers the companies that own this rights of course they're adapting to it but definitely you you know this is the thing this is if if you want to take away from this if you want to take my advice on this do not take it too hard um, whatever you watch on 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 the on the big screen or the small screen at the end of the day this are not replacing the comics you know, I think there's a bigger problem is in the publishing side that needs to be addressed, the way that they're handling these characters. Yes, I know that one of the biggest problems happens is that when, once you start, you know, this big screen uh, versions are start becoming so popular, then actually they come into the publishing part and they change the, the, pretty much the stories. And that is true. And that's something that needs to be addressed as well. But um, unfortunately, this is the way we live in. Ian, and whatever brings money, whatever allows people to come into comics, they're going to use that as an excuse. Uh, and they're using that. They're using these versions, the movie versions, to bring people in because they're interested on in these characters. Uh, but you know, at the same time, companies like Marvel and, uh, you know, DC, what they're doing, they're selling, you know, big publication, they're selling omnibuses, they are selling hard card cover collections for not only for the, the, the long time fans, but also for people that never read the stories and they want to dive into them. So yeah, it is, it's a catch 22, but it is definitely, uh, there is some good in it and there's also some bad in it. So to the, to, to the, to the bottom line is this, um. Uh, what I want to tell you today is this once you go to the movie theater, just put your comic book fan cap aside. Just go and enjoy the moment. Enjoy the movies. You know, once you go with, you know, lesser expectations, once you go, you know, with less critical thinking, you know, it's important to have critical thinking, you know, I review this movie. So to me, I have to be critical. But at the same time, I have to go with a sense of wonder. You have to watch every movie like with a, like a child. You know, I'm telling you, when I go to the movie theater every... Uh, normally, I like to go to the movie theater with my wife now. I like to go on Saturday mornings because it's easier. There's less crowds. It's easier for me to sit down and relax. You get some popcorn, get some, you know, soda, maybe some candy, and really sit down and really enjoy the time and watch the movie as a child. You know, I go, I relax myself. I go, you know, rest it. I don't go at night when I'm really tired after a long day of work. I really go rest it. And uh, it's cheaper, too. And I go there. There's lesser people i go very comfortable have some a pair of jeans perhaps or some short cargo shorts and some t-shirt and i'm just relaxing and just enjoy the time because to me it's more about relaxation and really watching the the whole thing as a child and once you do that you really get can see the good and the bad and there are good lessons to learn and then when i go home i think about certain things and then of course i go into writing pretty much my my review the whatever i have to share but this is the way you enjoy a movie now are there better ways? Perhaps, but um, to be honest, it's, it's it's a way where you really take all the the weight of the world off your shoulders, uh, and you really enjoy that. That's why I don't look on premiere nights. That's why I don't look at night late at night because I'm truly really tired. I'm exhausted. I don't want to think. I don't want to just really analyze things. I don't want to really enjoy anything. I just want to watch it and you know so I can share my opinion later on and be done with it. But I think um, that's a is service to ourselves because we're not enjoying these movies now. If you ever want to watch this movie, you know think of it as something new. you know, I love the Infinite Gauntlet. it's a great book, uh but I'm not watching this movie as the Infinite Gauntlet. I want to watch it in a- their own merits, and I want to judge it by it and I'm really excited for it, and I'm really excited for it. Yes, a lot of things have been changed. uh maybe you know the Captain Marvel is no longer here, he hasn't been here since nineteen eighty something I forgot the year, but to be honest, uh you know since he died, and uh so I have to. You know to see things um, with an open mind uh within the context of this universe uh and definitely that's how you are going to enjoy and take the most out of every movie um, the I have taken the most out of Captain Marvel, whatever they were able to do. It wasn't perfect, but I enjoyed it. I, enjoy, I have enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy and uh, infinite Infinity War. I enjoyed it, and I definitely am going to enjoy uh, any game. So, uh, you know, whatever comes after that, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm game. You know, I'm really looking forward to more, more of these movies. Um, you know, they maintain the central message or the core of the characters. As long as they do that, I'm okay with it. But for the most part, I'm. Well, I'm open for new adventures and new stories told in a different manner. So, what is your opinion? I would like to hear it. Please like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, you can share this podcast uh, with your friends. Also, again, consider supporting me through Patreon and um, also through GoFundMe. All the links are down below. I uh, thank you for your time. I-, I wish you the best of weekends. Uh, stay tuned for uh, more reviews. Of course, more movie reviews. We're going through the MCU, but also have other surprises for other movies uh, so I'm going to uh, have that in a couple of days of course we continue with comic books and book reviews um, you know sometimes I don't I don't present them but they well, I'm still working on them so once again God bless you and I'll talk to you again bye bye